This is the Begin Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit Improving health is about so much more than just losing weight. But I realize weight loss might be the goal that brought you here to the Begin Within podcast. That's why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways to Stop Wrecking Weight Loss, to reveal the five areas that I see are most overlooked by the people that I work with who want to lose weight. Each one of the chapters in this free ebook describes that specific area that you need to focus on to improve your health and get great permanent results. And it also links back here to episodes of the podcast where we've had experts on the show talking about that specific area. So you can benefit from those previous episodes while you're learning about how to maximize the results that you're after. You can get your free copy of my ebook, Five Ways to Stop Wrecking Weight Loss, by going to beginwithin.fit slash ebook or going to the link in the show notes. Now is a great time to do a little multitasking while you're listening to the start of this episode. Head over to grab your free copy of my book, Five Ways to Stop Wrecking Weight Loss. If you missed the URL, here it is again, beginwithin.fit slash ebook or there is a link in the show notes for you. Grab your copy, and now let's get on with today's episode. My guest today is Zach Schreier. He is a serial entrepreneur who started his first business in high school. He then co-founded Quavos as a freshman in college. You may have heard of Quavos because Zach appeared on ABC's Shark Tank in 2021 and secured an investment for that company, which is a healthy chip company, um, healthy chips made from egg whites. So we have Zach on the show today. Um, you're going to find that his true passions are dealing with health and the reasons behind why we do what we do. We're going to talk a lot about the um, products that Zach has developed and his companies, but we're also going to talk about his own journey with type 1 diabetes and some of the ways that he not only was able to manage that, but then how the things that he learned in having to deal with that at such a young age enabled him to have the the life that he's had so far and not focus so much on health and wellness with the businesses that he has. In addition, I want you to listen closely for what we talk about when it comes to the experimental mindset, the uh, idea of experimentation. I also want you to um, listen when he talks about how we can pay attention to the feedback 
that our bodies are giving us and what it is that we should be focused on when it comes to the experimentation that that we do when it comes to our own health and fitness, right? So we're going to talk about that process, how to do it, and what we should be listening for, looking for along the way to tell us, hey, you're on the right track. Keep doing more of that stuff or stop doing some of that stuff. So really interesting conversation. Here is my interview with Zach Schreier. So my health journey really started when I was in sixth grade. I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And for okay. members of the audience that don't know, uh, basically type 1 is where your your pancreas essentially stops producing insulin. And so that function that was previously automatic is something that you have to manage yourself. Um, and it's quite a quite an ongoing uh, and fairly complicated process to keep sugar flat um, by doing insulin exogenously as type 1s have to do. So I really sort of was forced to take on the mantle of managing my own health uh, in a way that most sixth graders are not. Yeah. Um, that was definitely a blessing and a curse uh, because, well, of course, it was it was it was quite a lot of uh, overhead for for a sixth grader. But um, at the same time, it gave me an insight into really ma- maintaining homeostasis in the body um, and sort of the, the complexities and intricacies around that. And it also definitely motivated me to take health very seriously. And so, kind of question the big questions around health are have really motivated me for the last fifteen years since I was diagnosed. Um, and that's basically like, what can we do every single day to feel good, perform well, and then also um, promote long-term uh, health span and lifespan. Um, and for type ones, you know, lifespan is is a concern, but with management and good lifestyle choices, um, we can do pretty well. So that yeah. that's how I got started in uh, the health and wellness space. Gotcha. Man, I can't imagine in sixth grade having those those things floating around in your head like, as far as like health and long longevity and working on managing your wellness. I mean, I, I, when I was in sixth grade was not thinking about things. So, so important. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm curious how, how did that shape the years after that for you? Was it, was it for you something that was like, like you said, more of a curse initially, like overwhelming and, or were you a, are you the type of person you're able to like very quickly, even at that point, see like, oh, this is, this, there's some blessings here. How was it for you? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, well, you know, fortunately, I wasn't actually at that point focused on, on lifespan or health span. Yeah. Um, so more like more of the day to day management that was, uh, that was, um, you know, demanding my attention. Over the last five or so years, I've become more conscious of just the whole aging process and, and, how as a diabetic, that's something I should especially worry about. Um, but, you know, frankly, all of our bodies are metabolizing. Metabolism causes damage, damage accumulates, and we age. So I think basically what, what what I've got going on is just kind of the same thing, but made a little more explicit than what, what uh, you know, lay people are dealing with, mm-hmm. uh, which is just, you know, that all of our choices input to our, our long-term health and wellness. Um, as a sixth grader, I... I guess I've got a fun story about this. Uh, on the way home from from the hospital, um, after getting diagnosed, uh, you know, there are all these things that the nurses at the hospital had told me I had to do, like keep a journal where I record every single carb I eat um, and the insulin I do and all my blood sugar readings. Okay. So it was quite a, quite a lot. Um, yeah. And I was like, Mom, Dad, do I do I actually have to do that? And they were like, Yes, it's this is totally serious. You absolutely must do everything the nurses say. 
and basically, you know, the flip switched and uh, the switch flipped rather. And uh, from that point on, I was, um, I was, I was very serious about managing it. Um, I, I started keeping a pretty exhausted journal and sort of did, did even more than the nurses had requested. I would, you know, do little mini interventions um, and then check my sugar basically over and over again to see how, what I did, you know, contributed to, to small changes in, in blood sugar. And I, so I've learned pretty quickly kind of how my body worked around this. That's not to say, you know, that I, you know, there's not all sorts of complexity that I've discovered since then. Um, but it was, it was good to sort of immediately get into that experimental mindset. One other sort of uh, motivating factor was I had gone to summer camp for a few years um, before I was diagnosed. And this was April uh, and summer camp would start in June. And so I was like really adamant about getting this under control so I could just keep doing what I loved at that point. Okay. Wow. Yeah. As you were saying, I'm like, I don't think in sixth grade, I had any concept of what a carb was even, you know, like you just eating, you're just doing whatever you want and usually not eating, you know, super healthy stuff at that point in life. So that is, that is a very different journey than probably most of, most of us. Um, tell me now we'll just, let's just talk a few minutes about shark tank. Okay. <laughs> well, because I, that's such an interesting part of your journey. I think for most of us, how did that, how did that come to be? And I guess, you know, even take you to what, what you're doing right now. Sure. Yeah. So as a type one, I had to worry about uh, the carbs I was eating. It's not to say I had to avoid them entirely, but just had to account for each one. And I realized that low carb snacks would be something, you know, that would benefit me and people like me. And um, so I was inspired by like those crispy pieces of egg white that coated the pan when I made an omelet. And I was like, okay, this is like a low carb chip. And I would love to have a bag of this stuff every day. And uh, so I called up my best friend, we got to work on the project and it turned into a, a full-fledged business. Um, we, uh, yeah, got basically got it off the ground. Uh, the, the product was really, really hard to develop uh, because it was, I mean, there was all sorts of issues like dryness and brittleness. Um, and, but we worked through all that uh, with a lot of experimentation. And eventually we got the invite to go on Shark Tank. Uh, and that, that was a joy. Um, it was, you know, fortunately it was during COVID. Uh, and so we were quarantined for eight days uh, leading up to the show. And that gave yeah. us the opportunity to really get in the headspace. Um, you know, we watched, we probably watched three hours of the show every single night um, during that time and also just practiced a ton. So we had friends and mentors call us and kind of grill us um, as if they were sharks and okay. all that, all that helped. Um, and yeah, we, we were pretty prepared, I'd say. Uh, at least relative to my my typical lack of preparation, um, at least at that point in my life. <laughs> All right, I love that you're like the thing is in the pan, and then like two sentences later, yeah, and then it turned into a business. I'm like, I'm sure there's so much in between those sentences that that you guys had to work out, work on. Um, awesome. Well, maybe now we could talk a little bit about what you're doing now. Um, I know before we started recording the interview you mentioned life stacks tell, tell tell me about that what it is and who it's who it's designed to help and then um maybe we can get into some of uh the other kind of i guess um bigger more conceptual things that you love to talk about but tell me about life stacks yeah uh you bet uh, so uh I'll, I'll walk through a couple of the insights that have gotten life, life stacks to where it is right, right now uh, so the first is that um, supplements are uh, really great additions to the diet. The right supplements and in the right combinations uh, can make a potent impact on, on performance and longevity. Uh, and I guess just 
briefly uh, for your audience, just to kind of um, just to point to what we love about supplements. It's basically um, three things. So uh, the first thing is that supplements can have an immediate impact on performance. So we call that like state setting. Um, and, you know, that's sort of what people think about when they think about smart drugs or or other like sort of pre-workouts or supplements um, in general. Uh, it's like, oh, what effect is this going to have on me right now today and change my, my mindset and my ability to work? Uh, the second thing is that uh, supplements are contribute to nutrient status. So we're all familiar with, you know, the RDAs where you've got all of your vitamins and minerals and macronutrients that you should have every day. Um, and uh, in addition to those sort of RDAs that are already recognized as essential, um, at LifeStacks, we care about uh, ingredients that, that do contribute to long-term health, but that are not re yet recognized as essential components of the diet. Um, and so there's a whole category of things called like longevity nutrients. Um, and those are, uh, they basically con contribute to essential compounds in the body, um, but you don't show immediate signs of deficiency when you lack these things. They present more as like long-term aging than they do as like, you know, scurvy or whatever, if you didn't have vitamin C. Um, and then the third category of things is, uh, is basically optimizing uh, metabolism and health defenses. So there are uh, many supplements can contribute positively to overall metabolism, which is basically just the process of turning food into energy um, and then using that energy to uh, create, create um, outcomes and structure in the body. Um, and so this basically includes um, uh, all the systems that are protecting the information and the structure that make you up. Uh, so those are called health defense systems. Uh, they include like the immune system, for example, and also stem cells and the circulatory system. Uh, and then there's there's a couple others, uh, including the microbiome, and then also the DNA defenses. Um, so those are the three things we love about supplements. What we realized was that um, there are some barriers to entry for for regular um, consumers. Uh, most people don't want to like source 20 different powders and research and uh, do all that stuff. Um, and so, uh, you know, most people are not taking all the things that might help them perform better uh, today and over the long run. And so what we decided to do was uh, deliver uh, a potent um, and healthful supplement stacks um, in intuitive and delicious ways. So okay. we basically, our, our first, uh, so that's a long lead in, sorry about that. Um, but um, just to sort of see what I mean, uh, you know, we, we love the, the idea that we could raise cognitive baseline and performance uh, with a bunch of great ingredients um, and so things like choline and, and taurine and tyrosine, even ginseng. Um, uh, and, you know, our intuition was basically that right now Americans are consuming coffee for their sort of daily, you know, mental boost. And so we decided to take all these ingredients that we loved and infuse them into a delicious coffee creamer so that you could basically take that, that cup that you're already using for energy and level it up. So that's the first product we've got. It's a keto vegan um, and really potent, uh, delicious MCT-based uh, supplement stack that you add to coffee. Um, and I'll, I'll just say about MCT, uh, MCT is uh, medium chain triglycerides. That, that basically means it's a fat that's more easily broken down than your typical fats. And so it doesn't have to go through the, the normal digestive pathways. It gets absorbed through the gut and then basically immediately used as a ketogenic fuel so, um, you know, you get to basically fat burn, uh, more readily and you, you do feel a cognitive boost from that also. Uh, so that, that's the first product. Um, and then, sorry, one more piece and then I'll, it, I'll uh, yeah. let, uh, great. So, uh, the last piece is as we were formulating these products, um, one thing that we wanted to keep in mind was, uh, the importance of, um, you know, basically, uh, cooperating with the metabolic pathways, uh, 
in in uh, you know a way that would lead to to long term health benefits. Um, so and specifically, my co-founder and I were fasting at the time, and so we we set out to make products that were fasting friendly, things that would not break the fast, and in fact even enhance the fast uh, when t- taken during the fasting window. Okay. Uh, so that that's what we've done. Um, many people use MCT for uh, fasting, uh, you know, basically to to for satiety and energy while fasting. Um, and it supports the pathways associated with fasting. And so we, we chose that as the base of our creamer, both because it's delicious and because it's fasting friendly. So that's kind of our, our special angle. In addition to like sort of intuitive and delicious, we're also adamant about uh, making products that are fasting friendly and even fasting supportive. Okay. Wow. Awesome. Sweet. Where do, where do I get it? Can I just, is it? Um, uh, it's on lifestacks.com. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're doing a try before you buy it offer. So if you're interested, you can just add it to your cart and it will ship to you for free. And then if you like it, you'll keep it and pay. And if you don't, you send it back. Um, and the reason we're doing that is we know people are going to love the product. And so we just want to eliminate the barriers to trial. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. That is, that is really cool. Um, you, you know, I, as you were talking about the, the ideas that you had along the way and how to fit them into existing kind of habits it it reminded me of something we've talked before about and that is and i'm sure you've heard of it habit stacking you know if you're going to do something new do it with or just after something you already are doing and i I think that's just genius that you guys have stacked your your product into an existing i mean a very firmly rooted existing habit (laughs) that many of us have of coffee drinking coffee so that's really cool i think that's awesome thank you yeah so in the supplement space stacks uh basically refers to um combos so things that you take together for more potent benefits uh but we we knew we were playing with this idea also of of habit binding like you mentioned uh so like stacking habits together yeah no that's awesome cool um and i i also uh, you mentioned the word experience experimental mindset or self-experimentation and um that was a concept you became familiar with as you were kind of working with your own health noticing your blood sugar um i'm curious do you do you feel like where you're at now with business and you know developing these different products did that experimentation mindset serve you really well um, or what influence do you think it had on where where you ended up here at this point? Yeah, um, I think I, I I like to think it did serve me well. Um, I guess we'll have to see how everything plays out. But uh, I think the products that we were offering and the value that they can provide is definitely due to this um, this uh, experimental sort of orientation. Um, now it's not like we're you know we want to treat ourselves or other people as guinea pigs in the slightest. So. We, we do stick uh, to basically things that are generally recognized as safe by the FDA. And we also uh, do combos that are, are very well vetted. Um, so that means basically we're looking around at the market, seeing what's safely taken together already. We never venture outside of the, of the combinations or dose ranges that are already well established. Okay. Um, and then of course, we do a lot of alpha and beta testing before anything reaches the market. Uh, but all that is in a sense, is sort of scientific um, mindset and experimental mindset. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd say that that definitely plays into what we're doing, um, a little more generally and perhaps a little more abstractly, but I'll try to keep it down to earth. I basically think, um, 
the, the whole process of de development is experimental. So like uh, the, the way that babies like develop their brains has been um, like equated to the scientific method, but done in a natural way. Um, so if you think about science, it's basically like um, you've got you've got this repertoire of actions that you can do, like you can poke things and you can combine things and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, and the world then has responses to anything that you might do to it. Um, you don't exactly know how those responses are generated. So when you like put water in the fridge or a freezer and it's ice all of a sudden, it's not like you, you know, watched whatever causal process led it to become ice. You just sort of like you just know that you can put something somewhere and have it change. Um, and so I think our, basically our whole way of operating in the world, whether that's by moving our bodies or by trying to learn physics or by operating in the market, um, all those things are in a, a sense of kind of natural experimentation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and we've encouraged that we've had other guests on that have encouraged that like experimental mindset. And I think that it, the, it kind of flies in the face of the maybe opposing force of being afraid of failing right like it's like well i don't i don't want to try something if, if it might not if it might not work but the the catch is if you if you don't try something you're never going to find what works right so i guess what how do you feel about having that experimental mindset when it just comes to health in general and our own kind of wellness um kind of finding finding our own our own path, I guess, toward uh, what feels good and what works works for us. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think the most important feedback, um, like, okay, if you're trying to if you're trying to get something done, then uh, you do what you think is gonna it's gonna take to get that thing done, and then you see if it if it actually works. Um, now, when it comes to our health, the thing that we really want to get done is to feel great um, repeatedly over the long haul uh, while contributing to longevity. Um, so. Basically, what you need what you need is to is to pay attention to that feedback that your body's giving you. Um, the things that make you feel really good, um, you know, those are that's generally a pretty good sign of, of where to go. Uh, of course, you know, if you think about Adderall or think about um, uh, you know uh, illicit drugs or things like that, uh, they will make you feel really good, um, and uh, that doesn't mean you should do them. Uh, it's probably important to pay attention to not only the way you feel like in the immediate hour after taking something, how you feel later that day, the next day, the next day. Um, and so if you're doing something that's unsustainable, maybe you get in sort of a manic state. Like let's say you're taking a lot of caffeine and sleeping three hours a night. Maybe you're like high for like a week um, and then you crash pretty hard. So if you'd only paid attention to this sliver of outcomes during that week, you'd say, okay, it's apparently really good for me to stay up all night and drink a lot of caffeine. Um, but then, you know, if you take the sort of long haul more seriously, you'll notice that some of the outcomes were, were uh, adverse outcomes. So that's sort of, you know, I, I think it's important for people to basically just pay attention to how they're doing on all of different, all these different fronts. Um, and also, um, it's probably better not to chase the highs. You, you really do want to establish a really good baseline and steady state. Um, mm. And so it's really, uh, you know, that that's pretty crucial, I think. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Focus on baseline. I'm writing it down, bro. Nice. That's good. That's a good, good. that's a, a very good recommendation. Um, we just have a few minutes left. I think maybe for, for this time, let's wrap it up, but I want to just, uh, ask again, the best way to, uh, follow your work, get in touch with you and check out the, the product that you told us about. 
Could you remind us? Yeah, for sure. You can find us at lifestacks.com. That's uh, lifestacks, S-T-A-C-K-S dot com. And there we're doing a try before you buy it offer where you can uh, add the product to your cart, have it shipped you for free. If you like it, you can keep it. Um, If you don't, you send it back. Um, And as I mentioned, we're doing that because uh, we we believe so strongly that people enjoy the product uh, after they try it that we want to reduce those barriers to trial. Um, and then uh, for Quavos, which is the the chip made from egg whites that I mentioned earlier, and the product that we took to Shark Tank, uh, that's available at Quavos.com. Um, that's Q-U-E-V-O-S.com and also on Amazon. Okay, awesome. I, I'll put some links in the show notes so that people can just click over, click over to it as they're listening. So um, Zach Schreier, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thank you. I want to thank Zach so much for being here on the Begin Within podcast. And as usual, links are in the show notes for you. I want to talk about something really important that was there in the conversation that I had with Zach. But first, I want to invite you, please, if you haven't done so, to please rate and review the show in your podcast player. And as you're listening to this episode, take a screenshot and post it to your stories on Instagram, be sure to tag me at Nate Slager so that I can um, say hello and uh, give you some love for listening to the show. So thank you so much for being here with us and making it all the way to the end of the episode. Before we close, I just want to draw attention to one thing that I feel like is so valuable that Zach talked about. Uh, I talked about in the intro, and that's the idea of Uh, self-experimentation, right? And not doing anything dangerous, like he said, nothing irresponsible, but trying something when it comes to our wellness, trying to improve our health, and then seeing how it goes, seeing how how you feel as a result of doing that. And just like Zach pointed out, we're kind of searching for the baseline, right? We're trying to get to just feeling like everything is is just level, that level, that that area of homeostasis, we call it, where we're just like, ah, it's ease, right? We're just, we're just living, we're just enjoying life, we're feeling good, right? The absence of discomfort, but also feel having what we need to to feel good to do the things that that we really want to do in life without being held back by some area of our health. So, so important to, to seek that, right? Focus in on that baseline as we move forward, as we experiment. And there's something that he did early on um, when he was working on managing his diabetes that helps so, so much in the process that we're all in of improving our health, our fitness, and our wellness. And he told us about it. He said that he journaled. He journaled. He recorded how many carbs that he was having, what he was eating, and then obviously he was looking at his blood sugar level and how to maintain a balanced level. But isn't that a great idea for all of us when it comes to just health and wellness in general? We may not be counting our carbohydrates really strictly and then checking blood sugar, but how about having some way to track what you've been doing and comparing it against how you've been feeling. You know, our Habit Academy students, one of the assignments they have early, early on is to develop 
just such a journal. We call it an owner's manual. It's all about what am I doing and what am I learning about my body as I go. It can be something like I try to work out like this and I felt terrible the next day or I had trouble focusing the rest of the day or quite the opposite, right? When it comes to workouts, hey, I tried this and I felt energized. I slept great that night. I woke up in the morning and I felt ready to go. Those are the types of things that go in the journal. Uh, our clients also put things down like certain foods that they had that that they didn't enjoy. Tried this and I didn't like it or tried this and my stomach was really upset um, and I felt really uncomfortable for the rest of the day or uh, ate uh, a meal late and I had trouble falling asleep that night. Just anything along the way that you learn about yourself that can impact your health and your wellness. And it's always in those same areas that, that we're looking, right? Of course, food, we're looking at hydration, we're looking at sleep, we're looking at our connections with others and how they impact how we're feeling. We're looking at time that we spend with ourselves and how we felt as a result. And of course, movement, right? Exercise. So those six areas, we've talked about them here on the show before, but what are you doing in those areas and how is it impacting how you're feeling? If you don't have an owner's manual, you don't have a journal, a little notebook or an, uh, uh, an app on your phone where you're taking notes about these things, my assignment for you, my action step for you from this episode is to get it going, get it started. I'd love to know how it goes for you. You could definitely send me a DM on Instagram at Nate Slager. I want to thank you once again for being here with me on the Begin With End podcast. I will talk with you again very soon. Thank you.